Welcome to another edition of the Landlord and Tenant Podmess, the only podcast that has the balls to ask the question, can a landlord and tenant be buddies? Oh, night divine when podcasting was born. Sorry to interrupt you there, James. What were you saying? I was just doing our intro and you're... You're being so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing when a grown man is just caught up in the Christmas spirit like you are right now. No, it's embarrassing when a grown man is not, actually, because you remind me of uh, the Grinch. And I remind everyone of, uh, you know, a nice father who's preparing a Christmas feast for his family. You don't have kids. I don't have kids yet. Anyway, welcome, listeners, to our Christmas spectacular episode I am uh, Tenant Michael, one of your co-hosts. Didn't they prove Christmas is a BS holiday? <laughs> started not that like Who? started by a company or something. I don't know. Who proved this? What are you talking about? I don't know. Was I this... think I saw it on uh, I saw it on PrisonPlanet.com or something. But Proved anyway, Christmas. yes, we're here. We're in Mike's apartment, and uh, it's very Christmassy in here. You got a tree up. Got a tree up. I've got the lights down low and my christmas lights up i've got uh mulled wine on the uh, oven and i've got co- uh, baking cookies and fudgeos and all sorts of nice christmas you're making snacks. your own fudgeos <laughs> yeah wow old, that seems hard <laughs> it's an old family recipe um <laughs> christmas fudgeos they seem so processed no, no, no. Um, and what else do I have? I've got my big life, like uh, life-size statue of Santa Claus in the yeah. middle of the room, taking sta- up some space. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's, we're having some Christmas fun. Merry but, Christmas, Mike. All honesty, but you know, you're a single guy. You don't have kids. You know, you're... it's the second time you've pointed that. I'm out. just saying. Don't you think it's a little weird how many decorations you have up? I like, guess at heart, I'm just a big kid, and I like to. Uh, <laughs> well, to that's go the nuts. thing a pervert says. First of all, no. Yes. What are you accusing? Don't you me think of? if a lady, if if you somehow ever got a like, a, not to be mean, but if you went on a date or something, and the lady is like, "Okay, I'll come back to your house, tenant Mike," and she sees this place, it's all done up like Christmas, and she knows you live alone, she's going to think you're a serial killer. No, because it's the Christmas season, so women hate a man who doesn't know about Christmas, and women only love a man who celebrates it <laughs> hardcore. Her, if she, if a woman did make her way to my apartment her eyes would probably turn into like heart symbols <laughs> and she would look at me like a like a christmas turkey did you go she'd on- chase me around the room <laughs> did you go on a date in 2019 uh no i took this is my year i took off from the dating scene in 2020 <laughs> i'm coming back with a vengeance huh. so yeah look out for that Okay. Are, are you spending um, the holidays with your family? Because I know you, you have an ex-wife and I, you have a son who's 10 years old named Pavel. Oh, right. Damn, Pavel. Yeah. Well, I did. don't have plans to. Um, the ex and I, uh, I mean, we haven't talked in a while. God only you're, knows what she's up to. But you're not going to see the young man. Pavel? Uh, fuck, I honestly forgot about him. I uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll send him a, like, uh, I'm on um, that dating app Hinge. Hinge. So if, I'll find him on there and send him a what's Wait, up or something. Just to be clear here, you're going to find your son on a dating app and send him a, a message 
within the app to, to wish him a Merry Christmas. Hmm. Mike, that's hmm. how people communicate now. All right. Through dating app messaging. I'll send him a message, say, what's up? Merry Christmas, dude. You know, something like that. Or, right. And he'll be fine. He's fine. I could wind, you could line up in court, you know. Uh, podcaster tries to date son. Because you're trying well, to Well, I'm with probably not on the him. only one. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, so I'm probably, I mean, honestly, on Christmas, I'm probably going to do what I do every other day. I'm probably going to go to a club. You're going to a club on Christmas? Yeah. Are they open? I guess not they everyone's are. Christian, right? So That's yeah. right. Yeah, if you go to, you know, the Jewish areas of Toronto, Bathurst and Lawrence, you know, where a lot of elderly Jewish people live, there are some clubs. So you're going clubbing at Bathurst and Lawrence yes. on Christmas. Yes. Excellent. Yeah. Nice. So that'll be fun. Um, and your pl- what are your plans Christmas Day? Oh, I'm just going to finish up some decorating in here, and I'm probably going to uh, have a little uh, mulled wine and, uh, <laughs> you know, make some phone calls. Just the usual. <laughs> Call a few uncles and aunts who Calling live abroad. Calling a few uncles and aunts, um, Skyping my um, my nephew, and that's about <laughs> it. Then I'll probably turn in early. <laughs> like what time? Oh, like no, I'll stay up till midnight. Oh, that's that's pretty late for you. Yeah, yeah. But Skyping usually uh, tuckers me out. So after the Skype, I'll probably have to hit the hay. Oh boy. Well, I hope I hope you make it to Boxing Day, to be honest, because it sounds pretty bad. James, I'm going to turn around. Did you notice anything different about me? Ding, ding, ding. I'm holding a gift for you. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, we're, we're supposed to do our gift exchange today. Yeah. Yeah, do, yeah I got we, you a gift, too. Should we do it now? Yeah, sure. Okay, sure. So here, I'm going to hand you the gift, and you can open it. All right. And I'll I'm, tell you what it is. I'm opening it. Okay. Oh. Do you see what it is? It's a a new family sized uh, year long pass to uh, it's a membership pass for the Royal Ontario Museum, the ROM. Oh, and it costs quite a bit of money, so I really do hope you use it. I had to really scrimp and save. Wow, uh, to get you are this. you? Sh- I mean, uh, uh, yeah, thanks, Mike. You know, I'm not a huge. Uh like art guy no i know that's why i got you this so that you could become a huge art guy yeah uh yeah i'm yeah thanks mike uh you're welcome hey hug okay okay here's your gift okay i'm taking the gift now and i'm gonna open it okay it's a book all right it's uh sarah palin going rogue it's her autobiography going rogue Okay, I don't remember. I mean, you thank said you. you wanted the Sarah Palin book. I heard you say that, so I, w- I went to Indigo on the way here and got it. No, uh, no, 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 James. You seem to have made a mistake here. I, I think I know what happened. I remember a few months ago telling you that I, w- I called you in the, in the middle of the night and gave you a Christmas I- uh, gift idea for me. And I said, James, if you get me anything, get me Michael Palin's diary collection. He's, he's published several volumes of his diaries. Uh, from the from Monty Python, Michael Palin, right? And he's also a travel documentary maker now. And I wanted his diaries, but you instead got me Sarah Palin's book. Well, I don't I, want this. Well, whatever, Mike. A book's a book, for Christ's sake. I mean, a good book is lord, not a, book. a book is a book. You read a book, whatever. It's stuff. It's 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 all the damn same. Michael Palin's a little bit different than Sarah Palin. First of all, she was not in uh, Monty Python. Can you imagine if Sarah Palin had been in the <laughs> cheese shop sketch or the, the dead, dead parrot, parrot sketch? sketch? I can see the dead parrot from my house or whatever. Right? She doesn't have you know it. 
And by it, oh, I mean she comedic has it, timing Mike. and talent. She could be. She's very funny. She's mm. very funny. I watch. I've watched her YouTube videos. Mm. She's a pe- she's a lot funnier than people think. She well, could. She should have a podcast. Actually, I should be doing a podcast with Sarah. Well, you. I should be married to Sarah. By all, by all means, propose and start a podcast and do whatever. You know, I would. La- I mean, now that now that Terry Jones is too ill to be in Monty Python, <laughs> uh, maybe should they replace him? Yes, but should they replace Terry Jones, who's suffering from dementia, with Sarah Palin? No. Well, we agree to disagree on that one. Um, and actually, frankly, I think Sarah Sarah would be in a cooler comedy troupe than Monty Python. Oh, name one. Uh, in Living Color or House of Buggin' or something. I don't know who is Keenan Ivory Wayans, Damon Wayans, Tommy <laughs> Davidson, James Carey, and Sarah Palin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, it's about time, you know, conservative comedy gets out there. She could do one sketch a week that was sort of conservative. Right. Yes. You know? They could do, uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, anyway, I didn't know you, were, you wanted to marry her. Interesting oh, to learn. Oh, hey, she's a very uh, good-looking uh, lady. I mean, at least she was in 2008. What is it about Alaska that produces these babes? I'm talking about Jewel. I'm talking about Sarah Palin. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about uh, hmm. who else is from Alaska? <laughs> I I don't know. Northern Exposure. Oh, Northern Exposure, right? Oh, sure. The cast of Northern Exposure. Oh yeah. Uh, there was the guy from Sex and the City. Was he from Alaska as well? Uh, in the show, there was right. there was that doctor guy. And uh, if you're a weirdo, polar bears. <laughs> Imagine that. Wow. Anyway, Merry Christmas, James. Yep. Merry Christmas to you. Well, shall we do our segment? Uh, yes, we've got a special christmas theme segment, and it's a uh, fan favorite. It's a, uh, you know, let's face it. We're living in the era of tech. No one can deny that the internet is actually a thing these days. It's so true. It's a tech world, and we're just living in it. So here's We are s- living in a tech world, and we are just a couple of tech guys. Anyway, um, this is a segment called What the Tech. What the Tech. What the Tech. What the Tech. But this time, because of the time of year we're doing it, it's the Yuletide season. It's a Christmas-themed What the Tech, isn't it, James? That's right. Uh, We're going to talk about what would be great tech products to buy this holiday season. Yes. Out with the old, in with the tech. Is, uh, is our mantra this Christmas. So I'll go first, and my first uh, What the Tech Christmas gift idea is, um, so most homes, if you celebrate uh, Christmas, you have a nativity scene, right? Yeah. Often under the tree, mm-hmm. and, you know, not to be too critical, but they're a little bit boring because they're just, you know, <laughs> these little figurines. Some are made of wood, some are made of uh, clay, <laughs> and it's, you know, it's a manger, and you got, you know, the Mary, Joseph, Jesus, you got the three wise men and a bunch of animals. They don't do much. Yes. Right? They just sit there looking pretty, or ugly, if you're if they're not, you know. <laughs> anyway, this year, out with the old version of a nativity scene, because you want to get this. Uh, Boston Dynamics, which is an exciting company, They're, they build robots and androids, mm-hmm. they have just launched their own uh, tech nativity scene. Unlike the nativity scenes of, of old, 
Boston Dynamics Nativity Scene has enabled the characters in the manger, they can jump, they can do flips, James, and they can open doors just like the robots uh, in those videos they're always tweeting. Wow, that's really amazing. That would be kind of neat to have the three wise men jumping around your apartment and opening your doors. And that's Hopefully cool. they don't spill uh, the gold frankincense and myrrh though, <laughs> when they're doing that. Great point. And the baby Jesus can also, he can make a little noise. Oh. He can cry. Like a, it sounds like a robot crying. Well, perfect. That's very, very neat. Yeah. Okay, well, here's my first uh, tech Christmas gift. And uh, it's pretty simple. It's a smart stocking. A what? So people are used to hanging stockings on their fireplace at Christmas time. And Santa Claus comes down and puts Hung a, by the chimney with care. Hmm, yeah, Santa Claus pops a candy cane in there. Well, if you buy a smart stocking this Christmas, it's a stocking that is connected to the cloud. Oh. So you can check its progress on an app on your smartphone. Okay. And uh, when this smart stocking becomes full, it will emit a piercing alarm that can only be turned off by entering a series of passwords and a retinal scan. So it'll just let you know, and it and it is a loud alarm. When we when I say it's a piercing alarm, it's truly a piercing sound. Well, it has to be because you you got to know if your stocking is uh, is you know overstuffed. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. So my next uh, what the tech Christmas idea for a Christmas gift. Um, So you know, in the old days, kids, little little uh, rugrats. Little munchkins, they would leave uh, milk and cookies out for Santa, right? Not too healthy if the guy's flying around the world eating cookies at every stop and milk. You know, <laughs> the guy, you got to think the guy's having a, uh, a tough time on the toilet. Um, anyway, a more healthy approach, Google says, get rid of milk and cookies. Instead, leave out a special VR helmet wow. for Santa, right? That's a neat idea. So he, he does his thing. He leaves the gifts. Instead of having a snack, he puts on this VR helmet. And it's been specially formulated for Santa so that he puts it on and he can explore his wildest fantasies. <laughs> Interesting. So just picture Do Santa I mean? sitting in a chair, <laughs> just, you know, exploring uh, the limits of sanity or having an erotic adventure. Whatever Santa wants. What, just like in your living room? Yeah, just sitting there. Driving himself to the point of madness, perhaps, by exploring forbidden ideas. Well, hey, we're in a tech world. It makes it makes sense. It makes perfect sense. <laughs> All right, here's my second uh, Christmas tech um, item. Um, Mike, what's the most popular drink at Christmas time, would you say? Mm, Bailey's on the rocks. <laughs> what? <laughs> Well, I was going to say eggnog. Oh, right. Yes, yes. And there's a new product uh, out there this year that I think is really exciting, and it's called Cybernog. Cyber what? Cybernog. I see. It's basically eggnog with a bunch of tiny little microchips in it. Oh, smart. And you can actually track the digestive progress of the nog as it goes through your body, uh, eventually leaves your body, goes into a toilet, and makes its way through the sewer. So wow. it's kind of neat. Yeah, you can go on your computer and even months later see, oh, there's that. <laughs> it's, it's in the ocean now. Yeah. There's <laughs> That's really smart because it helps people, you know, learn about uh, their bodies. 
yeah, about the infrastructure in their town and about uh, you know health. Yeah, and our, our, I don't know if, if it caught up on the mic, but our guest is sitting here with us, and he said, "You could, you know, months later, you'll go. Oh, the nog is raining on me because it's gone up in the clouds. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's rain and nog." <laughs> All right, uh, so here's my last uh, what the tech uh, holiday gift idea. So um, a lot of us put up Christmas trees in our homes, right? And whether it's a synthetic tree or a actual tree, um, it can be messy. You know, cutting down a real tree arguably is destructive to the environment, especially in this day and age when the Amazon's on fire in Brazil, right? Mhm. Because of uh, cuz Leonardo DiCaprio set on fire. Um so here's a solution from uh, uh Texas Instruments. Remember that company? Yes. They have created a holographic Christmas tree. Oh, neat. Yeah, it is neat. <laughs> and there's no mess. It's eco-friendly. And, you know, it's someone else does all the work. It's just a hologram. It projects. You, you set it up, and it projects this beautiful tree in your home. And the interesting thing about it is because it's a hologram, it can, if you get bored of the tree, you press some buttons, and it can become anything you want, right? Oh, neat. So you can have it turn into any um, uh, deceased celebrity. Cool. You can have the tree turn into uh, Tupac Shakur. For instance, or Roy Orbison, if you're in more of a rock and roll mood, um, you can even have the tree turn into. And we don't, we're not endorsing this. I'm just saying it's a possibility. You can have the tree turn into Adolf Hitler, <laughs> if you want. Now we're not. Let me just be clear. We're not endorsing this. I'm just saying it's a possibility because right. you can have the tree turn into any. Uh, it could be dead anything. Person. You it just happen to say it could be him, Adolf but... Eichmann. Uh, <laughs> You know, it could be uh, uh, Mr. Wizard. It could <laughs> Who's be Mr. Wizard. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't he a PBS guy? Oh, I don't know. It could be Big Bird. Right. Well, yeah, that sounds very neat, and it would be kind mm. of fun on Christmas Day to go. I'm bored of that tree. Yeah, and you, you make one of those guys you mentioned pop up and yeah. stand there in your room. Um, okay. Well, here's my final tech Christmas item. Okay. <clears throat> Um, and it's kind of an interesting one. Mm-hmm. This year, Santa has a Patreon account. He does? Yes, that's right. The website that we also use here on our podcast, where right. you can uh, give money and uh, support you know, people on their artistic ventures. You can support makers. That's right. Yeah. So on Santa's Patreon, if you donate $2 a month, you get his undying gratitude that you've supported Santa Claus. Sounds good. For $5 a month, um, you can get a monthly subscriber-only podcast that Santa does. Really? I didn't know he was a potter. Uh, he yeah, is, yeah. If, you, if you give on his Patreon. And for $10 a month, Santa will let you spend a day with an elf, and you can do whatever you want to it. <laughs> so Wow! Yeah, whatever kind of, you want to it. Yeah, I mean, that's what it says on his Patreon page. Uh, <laughs> You'd hope there'd be limits to, no, to elf, what you could do. I don't right? think the law applies to elves in the same way as it does to human beings. So. Does the UN consider elves <laughs> humans? See, uh, that's a gray area, right? So I think you can kind of get away with, yeah. So well, let's hope that whoever pays that ten dollars is uh, is reasonable, is a good person. Yes, yes. Uh, well, we should wrap up our intro. Oh, we should mention our Patreon, Michael. patreoncom slash tenant. Please. Give us a Christmas gift we'll never forget. And in the new year, we're going to do uh, 
stuff only for the Patreon people. Songs, videos, pictures, poems. Well, bonus episodes. Yes. Uh, okay. Thank you, everybody. Uh, if you are uh, do uh, use our Patreon, thank you so much. We love you. We love you. Let's take a break and come back with our guest. And welcome back to the pod mess. Uh, happy holidays, everyone. Merry Christmas. And uh, Mike, we have a guest here with us, and this is pretty exciting. I, th- I think of our guest this week as our show's Christmas gift to the listeners. Mm. And it's time to unwrap the gift, listeners. Here it is. It's Chris Locke. He's our guest this week. Chris Locke is the gift. Ho, ho, huh? Oh. <laughs> Merry Christmas to everyone. And I mean everyone. Wait. Merry Christmas. <laughs> That's how you do it. Oh, well done. You instantly you're the it's like you're the alpha male in the room. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. command respect. I know. I love that. It's I nice, know. It's nice to see someone put James in his place. I'm writing a book yeah. right now called Get What You Want. <laughs> wow, that's neat. So why, yeah. and what's the secret? Being confident? That's right. Just be confident with nothing else to back it and just go out there and punch your way to the top. Oh, I love it. Don't you love it? I love those inspirational books, like, um, what's the one, You Are Fucking Good, or The Art of How to <laughs> Give a Fuck. Yeah. Those are nice books. Yeah, don't be a dumbass, fuck face. <laughs> fuck you, you're successful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm embarrassed of, above your dumbass. <laughs> um, so, Chris, the last... So, we, we last time we saw you... A couple times ago mm. we saw you, you... Um, you tried to set the world record by sitting on your toilet for 366 days. Yeah. But then we had was Chris good. on to talk about movies. Oh, mm-hmm. that's also, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, now we're having you on to talk about Christmas time. Yeah, I'm excited. God, I love it. I love everything about it. Does the Christmas... Milk. Oh, sorry. Hmm? Does Christmas make you feel like a big kid, too? A hundred percent. And you know what? I'm not even going to pretend that I deal with christmas like an adult i still approach it like i'm 100 percent a kid in fact i'll tell you guys what i uh i did write a letter still to santa no yeah and i put it in the mailbox and i'm pretty psyched because i'm pretty sure i'm gonna get everything i want what did you ask for i asked santa to give me every single thing that the mandalorian has (laughs) everything the shields, the helmets, the pads, the weapons, everything. Wow. What about, of course, childhood Yoda? Everyone's <laughs> talking about childhood Yoda. Well, my idea is uh, I'm going to dress like the Mandalorian, get all dudded up, have the weapons and gear on and everything. Then I'm going to go on my own mission to find my own baby Yoda. Nice. Wow. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I'm really excited. That's really that's exciting. So I didn't know you were you were a big, you know, Star Wars comic book guy. <laughs> Listen to this. Whoa, that sounds like a zapper. What about this? Sounds like Chewbacca. No, no, no it's a lightsaber, Michael. Mike doesn't know anything about science fiction at all. Oh, that that's is not true. Crazy. You don't know a damn thing, Mike. Well, I guess you he thought knows Chewbacca. Black Mirror was about aliens. Well, some of it is. No, it's none no, of it's, it's about not. aliens. Do you have other noises that you can make from other movies? Uh, I can do the Wilhelm scream from Star Wars. Ah! <laughs> 
<laughs> Wait, who's that? <laughs> they use that scream over and over again when someone falls into a pit or something. <laughs> wow. It's from the 70s or 60s? Whoever recorded that scream, you know. Mike thinks they Star Wars was made in the 60s? Tons of, no, the sound effect <laughs> oh. of the scream. I know Star wow. Wars wasn't... Imagine if Star Wars had had a soundtrack by the Beatles <laughs> come out in the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hold your because I'm your father. <laughs> Imagine Ringo Starr killing uh, Darth Vader. We all live in a yellow Millennium Falcon. <laughs> do you think John Lennon ever, do you think this ever happened? One for Star Wars, please. <laughs> Whoa, and John Lennon a... sat in a theater and watched Star Wars and cheered on the action. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Uh, Lennon, wow. Would you like another ticket for your wife, Yoko Ono? No. <laughs> Yoko, wait in the lobby until Star Wars is done. Because <laughs> I have a jumbo popcorn and a soda. <laughs> Please don't seat me beside Paul McCartney. <laughs> For some reason, I just pictured them uh, sitting in a movie theater eating clod hoppers. <laughs> Remember those? Was yeah. it chocolate covered? Uh, chocolate covered crap. Everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Popcorn, nougat. You name it. Is um <clears throat> is the Mandalorian? Does it have a good soundtrack? <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen it. It's cool. <laughs> it's like, I don't know if you've heard the review, but everybody's saying it's like a Western. The Mandalorian is like a Western. And it's mm. true. When the Mandalorian gets in his little spaceship and hops from planet to planet, the music sounds like... <laughs> it's really good. Wow. Yeah. And Baby Yoda is like so fucking cute. <laughs> Do they go to Deadwood? But... I want to say that Baby Yoda is 50 years old. Yeah, they go to Deadwood. <laughs> Luke, I'm going to Deadwood. <laughs> Luke, I have syphilis <laughs> from Swearingen's whorehouse. <laughs> Will it be, Darth? I just want everybody to know that Baby Yoda technically is 50 years old in the movies. Is so that true? Shit. So you can, if, if, its penis comes out of its robe, that's fine. Just it, saying to the writers it, of The Mandalorian. If anything, it would be impressive if he's still getting it on at 50. Mm. <laughs> mm. I would love to see the real old Yoda in like a, yeah, like a Cialis uh, commercial. <laughs> him, uh, him with his sort of riding a bike with his wife. and With a big boner. Boner I have. <laughs> I'm Frank Oz from, from the movies. Spies like us. <laughs> Is that do you, good? do you see any other of Yoda's kind? Like never, and that's what makes Mandalorian so special. Is they're introducing this new creature from Yoda's ha- house. But what about other Yodas? You know, like, does Yoda have a wife, what? or is he expected to date a human being? You're asking us? We could ask you. Nobody knows. It's yeah, nobody well, That's knows. why I'm hooked on The Mandalorian. I need to know more. Well. You know what my problem with the Star Wars franchise is? And I know you guys are going to laugh at me. Mm. But just for once, I'd like to, them to make a Star Wars movie where we see some of the main characters go to the bathroom mm-hmm. and, you know, full, like, making love. Like an explicit <laughs> scene. 
of yeah. one of the characters mm. and another of the characters yeah. doing what people do. I would like to see Childhood Yoda. I don't like calling it Childhood Yoda. Childhood Yoda. But I want to see I want to see little Yoda, who's remember 50 years old. Yeah, so it's fine. Having sex with Salacious B. Crumb, the little gremlin that sits beside Jabba the Hutt and laughs all the time. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> I'd like Ew, to see Jabba. You know who I would hate to see having sex? Remember um, when they go to that bar mm-hmm. in the original Star the Wars? man? Oh, bum face man, definitely. But oh, what also, what if someone was having sex with his bum face? <laughs> right, because he didn't have a mouth; he had like a bum. Right? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I, yeah. What are you this? doing? That guy's face. That's my impression of him. <laughs> Would you please stop having sex with my face? With that my bum? I mean, my mouth. Like even he says it. <laughs> that guy's face must be stinky. Yeah. I'm sorry to say. Yeah. His name is like Pada Panda Baba or something. You know who I found gross too? <laughs> remember? Let's make up other guys' names right now. <laughs> what about the guy? Do you remember the guy in that same bar who was like albino looking and had two big like um, tentacles coming off his head almost? Remember that guy? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't like I him. wasn't sure if we were allowed to say anything about him. We are. This is un. Yeah, every- un- how come they haven't given the Bumface Man a spin-off series, like an origin story? Uh, <laughs> I want to see Baby Bumface. Baragwin? <laughs> I'm going to look up its name. Bar- Baragwin? I think I just looked it up. People, Bar- what is it? Baragwin? No, no, no. No, no. No? All right. No way. Bumface, Star Wars. Um. <laughs> Baby Bumface Man is everything. Yeah, you heard it here first. Ponda Baba. Ponda Baba. That's how good I am. Can I see a picture of him? Ponda Baba. (laughs) Oh, that's a bum face. Yeah, I feel like I have to wipe it with wet naps. He almost has like a monkey's head, but instead of a mouth, there's a bare bum. Christmas is here. And it's interesting because your name has part of Christmas in it. Christopher. That's that, I never thought of that. It My full be. name is Christopher. Okay. Um, and uh, can you think of any presents you got as a kid that you were like, it was your favorite Christmas present you That's ever got? That's a good idea. Fun Christmas memories. I got yes. a little action figure of the bumface man from Star Wars, <laughs> Panda Baba. Oh, wow. And I would lick his face. <laughs> Ooh. Anyways, speaking of kids, I'm never going to have any ever again. You know why? Why? Do you hate children? Do you hate the sound of pitter-pattering of feet? Well, one of my wife's early Christmas wishes was for me to get a vasectomy. Okay, now... And I got one at a hospital. This is interesting. I did the procedure. So My scrotum was cut open and ripped open by a man. Wow. So, but, Chris, you've told us about this. Maybe off- that's why I'm overcompensating as an alpha with a punch, with all the punching and stuff. Well, you do have a, an angry, aggressive energy today. Mm-hmm. And you've told us about this off pod. Yeah. That you got a vasectomy. Yeah. Sometimes you and I, the three of us, we chat and I go, is this off pod? Yeah. Yeah. And we don't say it on the pod unless the pod. we get your consent. You know, mm-hmm. it'd be funny or interesting, depending on how you think about it mm-hmm. if they made another rocky movie mm-hmm. or we see rocky you know sylvester stallone mm-hmm. fighting yeah and then at the end of the movie he gets a vasectomy yeah and he, <laughs> and he cries and he can't take it and he's scared and adrian has to hold him so he's like i'm 80 years old and i'll never have kids <laughs> so chris so you go into a room i guess adrian and- <laughs> i'll never have kids <laughs> 
<laughs> Rocky, we already have kids. The, no more. <laughs> We're sorry, Adrian. Rocky has dementia. <laughs> so, Chris... We have to give him the vasectomy or else he'll freak out. <laughs> Make me feel comfortable and give me a vasectomy. <laughs> So were you knocked out? Talk us, tell us mm-hmm. about what, like, were you knocked out when you had a vasectomy? Like, do you just look and you see the guys just no, cutting had, open your penis? To be honest, I was the opposite of knocked out. I had just had an espresso. <laughs> oh, no. And and what happens? You, you I lie was so there hyper. The... I was like, do you want me to sit like this? Do you want me to lie like this? Do you want me to move like, like this? Like Robin Williams? I oh, would... I'm over here and I'm over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I wasn't wearing pants. And I would, like, flip around and wave my bum in the air and go, doodly dee doodly dee is it true you did you know the doctor uh yeah the doctor is my best friend who i grew up with named greg <laughs> imagine if you had a best friend who was a doctor and then you could be like uh, buddy what are you doing today too well how about you come over and snip my balls actually before my wife even suggested it i was out drinking uh, uh with my friend greg late one night a cocktail bar this uh, this place in the junction that's amazing delicious cocktails like mm. one they had cocktails they put egg yolk in you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. right it was delicious and we got to talking and drinking and drinking and talking and then greg yeah nudges me and he's like you gotta let me do a vasectomy on you chris we how long have we known each other wow. and i was like since we were six you know and uh, so i was like this will be f- okay and i kind of did the handshake agreement while i was wasted Wow. But it's weird now because I still want to have so many more kids. Ooh. <laughs> Did you freeze your, your boys before you cut off your balls? No. Or? In fact, see, this is funny. You guys keep asking me these questions, but I to where I have to say I did the exact opposite. I made them really warm. Because <laughs> right, you want them to be squishy <laughs> and loose as possible. You want your scrotum to be relaxed. Where? Plus, I wanted my like junk to look good because there were female. There were about five female nurses in the room, just not doing anything and just watching it. So you're lying on a on a table, and then there's yeah. a doctor and some nurses, and you have no pants or underwear on, and you're just lying there. And they're I'm, I'm hyper. I'm on espresso. <laughs> I mean, the doctor is Greg. Okay. You okay. Tell me for, okay. Greg's hyper. He's being funny. He's making all the classic doctor vasectomy jokes. Like, this guy's nuts. You know, look at oh, him. Oh, yeah. Did he do that? He's having a ball. Did yeah. He, <laughs> he's having that, a balls. That thing that doctors <laughs> do when they try and make you relax, try and make you laugh, or because you, you're probably nervous there. They do the thing where he reached under your balls and said, hey, what's this? And pulled out a coin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he basically did, except it was a lollipop, and he pulled it out of my ass. <laughs> where does he make the cut? That's what I want to know. Where do they cut into your penis or balls to well, make you know it, when you buy something that has a plastic tag on it and you can't get it off with your hands, so you use your teeth? Yeah. Oh boy, <laughs> that's what that's what he did to my balls because the scissors wasn't working. My, my balls were too elastic because of how much I warmed them up. <laughs> wow. So yeah, now, too soft. Yeah. Now what? He licked of- my balls and then <laughs> ripped them with his teeth. <laughs> Like a fucking dog with a tennis ball. So what happens when you have a big finish now? Do, does, does only pee come out or does, does poo come out? Just little ghosts of dead children come out. They go, Ooh, father, father, why? Father, father, what have you done? You have forsaken us. We cannot go to heaven. We cannot go to hell. We are stuck here in the, in the trash bin. <laughs> in your ball, well, in your balls, I guess. Do you no, still he's produce when they come out of the penis hole? Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. Do you still, m- you still make sperm? It just doesn't come out of your thing. 
I guess. Uh, yeah. Technically, I guess I make sperm, but I am not in charge. Science does that. Look, this is the truth about having kids. We've got about 10 years left to live. The world is fucked. You got to get a vasectomy and party your ass off. Hmm. Is that what you're going to do for the next 10 years? Yeah, I'm nice going to party, party with my wife. I'm going to party my ass off. And then I already have two kids, too. So I don't know. They're fucked. <laughs> so this has, like, changed your identity. You're, like, a different guy since you had this vasectomy. Don't you love it? Yeah, like... Don't you love who I've become? Yes. You're like a Bart Simpson who's slightly older and has had a vasectomy. <laughs> have a cow, in my opinion. Homer Simpson don't is Don't have a cow. Be- have a vasectomy. <laughs> think quentin tarantino gets people as christmas gifts here's oh. an idea a squished uh, brain of a reindeer i think he gets some <laughs> stupid shit like welcome back cotter board games <laughs> <laughs> stupid fucking nostalgic campy shit that fucking sucks <laughs> like uh yeah like a john travolta mug <laughs> here's a uh, mork and mindy uh, doll lunch doll yeah <laughs> hey a lunch doll <laughs> i bet you would like that lunch doll i smoked 50 cigarettes and blew the smoke all over the doll did you uh, did, I don't christmas, know how to talk like him. i'm quentin tarantino let's <laughs> cross yeah how does he talk hey. i think he's like talks like this sort of like you know he talks really fast and like that kind of yeah. thing yeah I, in my brain, I have a sophisticated lexicon of uh, really, really <laughs> shitty fucking movies that's uh, from the seventies, and I'm going nuts. Doesn't he love feet too? He might, he, he might have. Yeah, I love some... feet. So what? Not a big deal. Because <laughs> remember, in the movie, yes. you keep seeing people's feet everywhere in a in a sort of pornographic way. Yeah. In the in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the movie starts on a long, lingering shot on a pair of feet, and the camera pans up, and you see, oh, those feet—they belong to Charles Manson. <laughs> and then you see Quentin Tarantino looking at it, going, "Ooh, mamma mia!" You know who the funniest? <laughs> you know who the funniest people online are on Twitter, especially mm-hmm. people that mention that he likes feet. I mean, yeah. once you know that fact of, about Quentin, it's a surefire hit joke. Yeah. Is that what you're going to say? Do well, you do you, either of you guys sh- like feet? Changes the way you look at his movies. Yeah. Right? Uh, pulp Fiction, more like Pulp Feet. Um, <laughs> uh, Jackie Brown, more like uh, Jackie Foot. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Kill Foot. Kill Foot, too. <laughs> Come um, on, you know James, they, say one. You know uh, what they call a Big Mac one? in France? Pulp Foot. Foot. Pulp Footion. <laughs> Footservoir dogs. Oh, that's good. Foot mm-hmm. unchained. And in that version, he doesn't cut. <laughs> Django's foot. <laughs> Jang toe unchained. <laughs> Inglorious foot tards. <laughs> that sounds like a nickname of people who are into feet. I'm a foot tard. <laughs> that's me. What do you guys think of this? Foot. Any of you motherfuckers move and I'll take my feet out of my socks. I am 
want to see my feet. <laughs> in in Europe, they call it a royale with feet. Oh my god. Listeners, do you have ideas for Quentin Tarantino movie lines or film titles that you'd like us to add a foot to? Tweet us at LT Podmess. How about this? Quentin Tarantino likes feet. Remember that. <laughs> How about this? Ah, ah, reservoir dogs. Ow, ow, ow. Ow, he's cutting off my ear. And then another guy goes, never mind that. What's he doing to your feet? <laughs> hey, Mr. White, what are you doing to my feet? I'm Mr. Pink. I'm Mr. Foot. I'm sucking your toes. I'm sucking your fucking toes. Bro. <laughs> it's funny imagining mafia guys sucking each other's toes. Stuck in the middle with toes. In Germany, they count to uh, three on the first three toes of your foot. And that's how they get killed in Glorious Bastard. Imagine in uh, The Irishman, Joe Pesci's like, you know, you gotta, you gotta get Jimmy Hoffa. Now we're saying that Scorsese. Now you gotta me. suck my, my toe. <laughs> I think Scorsese does like feet too. Okay, let's go. You know what's also <laughs> taxi foot, Ta- <laughs> raging foot, good I just, footers. I just saw, <laughs> I just saw footers. Raging Bull yesterday, and it's the best. Oh, so good! But I forgot how sad it was because when I saw it in high school, sad. I was like, Jake Lamont is the coolest guy. <laughs> Because he tells some jokes at like a strip club. I guess I had forgotten the the whole point of the movie. Yeah, it's very sad. He knows nothing but except for that he's trapped in his dumb animal mind. Yeah, and he beats his feet against the prison wall, going, "Why, why, why, why my feet so good? Why are you sucking my feet?" Is that that's De Niro in Raging Bull? Yeah. And he's he's Bobby. heavy set in that, right? He gained like eighty or ninety pounds uh, during that to play the older Jake LaMotta. Wow. Yes. Apparently, he ate all these sandwiches at PG Clucks. <laughs> <laughs> Have either would either of you guys gain or lose a lot of weight if you got offered a big movie role? I gained weight a long time ago, and I still haven't gotten <laughs> any ro- plum rolls. I gotta say, I always end up being the pervert on some sketch show. <laughs> I gain weight or lose weight, like um. Uh, What's his name? The Christian Bale. Christian Bale. The Machinist. He was very skinny. I'd lose a lot of weight to be on a Canadian sketch comedy show. (laughs) It's like, Mike, you can have a role in Air Force, but you have to be 100 pounds. (laughs) I could play a 100-pound Andrew Shear, a 100-pound Justin Trudeau. Uh, It'd be great. We love Canadian comedy. (laughs) Well, what else is uh, what else is going on it's here? It's Christmas time. There's snow on the ground. We're eating candy canes. Oh, 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 What's your favorite oh. Christmas treat, Chris? <sighs> candy snacks, mm. or okay. otherwise? Position. I like going to Christmas parties. <laughs> yeah, do you do a specific sex position? <laughs> My on favorite Christmas? Christmas position is missionary. <laughs> 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 I guess it's kind of a holy time. It doesn't Christmas feel right position. to do a kinky position. No, I I get kinky at Christmas. Oh, do I do you? this thing called jingle balls, <laughs> and I put bells on my balls, and it sounds like this. <laughs> and I have sex. It doesn't dingle. How do you? Can you do a bell impression? Ding dong, ding dong. <laughs> yeah, and then dingle, children dingle, start dingle, singing. Dingle. <laughs> 
Ding dong. Oh, you know what I love about this time of year? <laughs> That play. <laughs> so what do they say in that song? Uh, I don't know. I love many, it. It's many, so many gothic. Christmas, many, yeah. Many, many Christmas. Here come the bells. Oh, do, do, do. Yeah, it's really scary. It sounds gothic. It sounds like a gargoyle is going to sw- fly down and snatch you up and take you to yeah. the North Pole it for your reckoning. Like something Marilyn Manson would have come up with. <laughs> <laughs> the beautiful Christmas balls. <laughs> Family, come down. So you attach. <laughs> It's time for Christmas. <laughs> Do you think that he puts up a fucked up Christmas tree? <laughs> yeah, I think he has like... Maybe it's bent halfway or something. Whose Christmas is more scarier, Marilyn Manson's or Rob Zombie's? Whoa. I'd love to see them do a competition yeah. to see who has the most fucked up Christmas. I bet you Rob Zombie has a Christmas tree and guts are coming out of the middle of it. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Zombie looks like he stinks to me. <laughs> yeah. I know, he, he posts all those thirst trap po- photos on his Instagram, but it looks like his butt stinks. <laughs> Apparently, that's why his music career has gone a little bit down the tubes. Oh, because no producer would agree oh. to sit in the studio with him yeah. the way he smells. They called it the P-U-D-O <laughs> when he came in. Yeah. Man. I heard that yeah. Marilyn Manson what? had a Christmas tree put inside <laughs> his ribcage so he could celebrate his own Christmas. Wow. <laughs> So he could suck his own candy cane off the tree. <laughs> uh, Marilyn, it's time to go to sleep, don't you think? Uh, you can't stay up all night sucking a candy cane off the Christmas tree. I literally only know one Marilyn Manson song, Beautiful People. Oh, really? It's crazy. They have a huge fan base, and I don't know any of their songs. Uh, yeah. No, what I, is it? I remember they and did they a, have a copy. Of, the Dope uh, Show? Oh, that's right. I don't know how that goes. He sucked. He sucks. He sucks his own dick. No, but like they had, he did the Eurythmics cover too. Yeah, but that's about it. Sweet oh yeah, dreams. sweet dreams. And he also sweet dreams are made yeah. of these. If you can imagine, it sounds like he sang that cover while he was like, uh, like constipated uh, on the toilet. And he did it's a... like if you put paint on your face and act like a ghoul, we still know that you're just a normal dorky yeah. guy. Putting makeup on your face and acting like a ghoul. We don't think you're a ghoul. Remember when he was in Fahrenheit 9-11 and everyone's like, whoa, he's actually really smart. Because he was like, he's intellectual. this government yeah. is sending out drones or something. Yeah. <laughs> to my concerts. <laughs> Didn't he knock himself out on like a big demon on stage or something? No, a gun. Oh. <laughs> a fake giant gun hit him on the head and they had to stop the concert. Oh bonk, my bonk. God. Marilyn, Marilyn, are you okay? Marilyn Manson, can you hear me? I'm a doctor. (laughs) Don't worry, Marilyn Manson. We're going to take great care of you here. (laughs) You're in good hands, Marilyn Manson. I'm the top surgeon of this hospital. (laughs) And a fan. (laughs) Don't worry. We got the best doctor who's operated on many celebrities who have been hit by a giant gun. (laughs) We're going to get some black bandages, and your IV bag will be full of black blood, because we know you're a bit of a weirdo. We're getting the nurse from the Blink-182 album cover to come operate on you. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell, eh? Man. God. Did any of you see the Green Day musical when it was in town called American Idiot? No No. fucking way. Sorry to swear, but... Jesus Christ. No way. Happy birthday, Jesus Christ. (laughs) 
Um, no, Mike, did you see the Green Day uh, musical? Did I see the Green Day musical? No. I saw the video online where Billy Joel Armstrong is yelling at, because they've got three minutes left to play a song or something. Oh, have you yeah. Seen that? I have seen that. If you're listening and this didn't get edited out, Google it. It's funny. Oh, I think that's before he had a um, he had to um, go in and seek treatment. You know what I... For be- what? Too much punk. Beer? <laughs> you know what I read? Billy Joel Armstrong, <laughs> Kurt Cobain, Rivers Cuomo, all five foot seven. It's a magical height. It is. For magical sounds. It the is. The five foot seven club. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we were talking You're about... the 27 club or the five foot seven club? What's the... T- oh, is the 27 club you die at 27? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so that was... Is in both clubs. Oh my gosh. Really? Yeah, man. He was 27? <laughs> what a lucky guy. 27, yeah. What the hell? <laughs> Who else was 27? <laughs> Jim Morrison, Janis Joplin, I think. Hendrix. Amy Winehouse as well. Jimmy what Hendrix. the hell? Hendrix. Um, was Mozart, was he 27? No. Yeah, he blew but, his fucking but he brains was out young. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a drug overdose, but it could have been a no. wine overdose. <laughs> wow, JFK. the 27 club. JFK was 27 when he took his own life. <laughs> <laughs> so he, Christmas is in the air. It, he went up to a <laughs> empty storehouse and shot himself. In the car. <laughs> yeah, he ran back down <laughs> to catch the bullet. Yeah. I er, I forgot something upstairs. Uh, <laughs> Who here? Think not what your country can do for you, but watch this. <laughs> yeah, he's never revealed he has super speed before. <laughs> I'm the Flash. <laughs> That's why I can't live with myself. <laughs> Did either of you remember going to see a Christmas mall Santa? Great question. Yeah. Definitely. Yep. I was yeah. afraid of them. There are pictures. You know, people like to have those funny pictures of kids screaming on Santa. Well, I think even when I was a little kid, I knew that deep down it was a dirty old man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He always smelled like a cigarette. I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I watched a Hallmark movie last weekend, and the premise was mm-hmm. that this woman, this beautiful woman, Ooh. works too hard oh. and mm-hmm. owns a uh, sort of department store in a small town. And they're mm-hmm. bringing in the best mall Santa, like in the world. <laughs> and she hooked it up. No, her parents, who are almost retired, they were bringing in the best mall Santa around, and it's this handsome guy. Mm-hmm. And they start flirting, mm-hmm. and it's like you're telling me this beautiful businesswoman is gonna flirt with a mall Santa. <laughs> yeah, like, but he's hot, right? Yeah, but no, I bet there are no hot mall Santas. Out there. So there's, in real life. There's, there's no Toronto like, ooh, Santa. he's dateable. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe fashion Santa. But you're telling me a guy at the Brampton City Center Mall has a lot going for him? And he's a Santa? What if John Hamm, for, he didn't have a movie mm-hmm. or a TV series on the go at the mo- time. Oh, for a charitable, out of his own heart, he mm-hmm. became a mall Santa. For well, the kids. where would you sit on the lap? There'd be no room. With that hog? Do you know that he has a huge hog? That's what people say. I'm sorry, kids. There's no room on my lap because of my, uh, you know. Uh, you'll have to sit <laughs> on the stool beside me. <laughs> <laughs> it is inappropriate to sit on my lap, children. Put it out on Twitter. I guarantee you, everyone will say, oh, yeah, we know that. Um, His name should be John Hogg. H-O-G-G. I just held a, pe- a press conference. was like, everyone, I'm changing my name from John Hamm to John Hogg. <laughs> 
It's funny how there's rumors about who has big <laughs> penises in Hollywood, but you never hear the rumors of who has a tiny penis in Hollywood. Because they never make it. Really? Mm-hmm. Apparently Megadeth all have huge, dangly Well, penises. there you go. The word mega. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mini Death, though. You ever heard of that band? <laughs> never made They're it. They're a tribute band to Megadeth, but they all have very <laughs> tiny penises. They're all have micro pieces, penises. penises? Micro Death. Remember, like, we're four in the guys, Sim- we all have micro penises, and we're here to rock. Remember in the Simpsons movie when you see Bart Simpson's penis from the fence? That's what mini death's oh, penises yeah. look like. I can't believe that, actually. Canceled. That's actually fucked up. Because <laughs> he's supposed to be nine years old. Oh, yeah. Apparently, when they found, I shouldn't probably say this, when they found Jeffrey Epstein's uh, body <laughs> swinging, he had somehow smuggled a TV into his cell. And he had it paused on that scene from the Simpsons movie where you see Bart Simpson's penis. Isn't that sick? I can't believe it. And the guards specifically signed a thing saying he can't watch the Simpsons movie. (laughs) And he specifically couldn't pause it at at the Bart Simpson penis fence part. (laughs) So it's Christmas time... This time of year, everyone's drinking eggnog. Um, we've got snowmen <laughs> on the streets. We've got carols. We've got snowmen everywhere, all over the streets, watching us on rooftops with binoculars and sniper and rifles. <laughs> you know, there's snowmen. snowmen. <laughs> there's snowmen everywhere. There's dirty snowmen. There's snowmen with dirty brown spots on their butts. <laughs> In, maybe we could talk about Christmas traditions around... From our backgrounds, uh, I'll go first. Uh, in my side of the family, my dad's side uh, is part Slovak, and I learned that it's a Christmas tradition in a <laughs> Slovak family. The week before Christmas, you put a carp in the bathtub, <laughs> alive or dead, live carp, and then you. No then offense, you but eat I it. hate all that weird European shit. Also, well, I want to hear this, how old can this tradition be? Because <clears throat> no one in Slovakia had a bathtub until like 2006. <laughs> So, so. It, what do they do? So a, a week before Christmas, you put a live carp in a yep. bathtub, if you have one. Yeah. And nice. then what? And then I guess you hang out with it, get to know it, and then you kill it and eat it for <laughs> your you know, fish supper for Christmas? Oh, I don't God. Know. I could never kill a carp after I've gotten to know it. Yeah. I feel like it would I'm taste... Too, I'm an, a double empath. I feel like the carp would taste like your bath. Yeah, it would taste like the whole family's bath. Yeah. It tastes like body shop And do lotion. you bathe... <laughs> Do you bathe with the carp? I think you take it out and put it in a bucket. This is so stupid. It's so stupid. (laughs) This carp tastes like a body shop bath bomb. (laughs) Imagine the carp is dead. Imagine the like you know carp is yellow, blue, and green. The dad who's making his family do this is like has baths with the carp as well in the week leading up to it. Oh, we're going to have a carp in the bathtub. Every Christmas, my dad has a bath with a carp. <laughs> That's my culture. <laughs> That's cool, man. That's neat. Are you going to do that here in your apartment, Mike? Uh, I'm, I'm, considering, I'm considering that, but it seems cruel. Also, mm. we celebrate St. Nicholas Day, which is like a month before Christmas, where you leave out your shoes some night, mm. and then St. Nicholas <laughs> visits... And then leaves like a piece of fruit in your shoe, or if you're bad, a lump of coal. 
Wow. So we would always wake up and find like, cool. oh, an orange in our shoe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, great. A str- bunch of uh, some strawberries in my dirty shoe. <laughs> some peeled, I guess I'll eat them. Peeled grapes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, someone bought a fruit salad from Rabba. <laughs> Took the lid off and oh. dumped it in my shoe. <laughs> oh, just like in Europe. <laughs> hey, look, melon chunks in my galoshes. <laughs> oh, look. That's nice. A character who only helps European children visited last night. <laughs> <laughs> Did Santa bring you anything, son? Yes, there are some blueberries in my Uggs. <laughs> I love Jesus. <laughs> what? That's so, nice. Is what? Where's Krampus from? Is he German? He's think, like the evil Santa. Oh, God, or, do we need another know. comedian saying another <laughs> Krampus bit? Well, yeah, I'm James, just you trying change to make your, conversation. You can't Krampus, talk about yeah, poo get for it. two it's hours. Scary. Your Twitter name, James. You changed it to. Krampus Hartnet. And you okay. thought it was so funny. You were like, oh, it's so funny I'm that so, I'm the only well, one who knows about Krampus. Sorry I didn't bring up Let's Do Martin Scorsese uh, Christmas movies. <laughs> boy, oh boy. What what Christmas traditions do you celebrate to honor your... What is your background? Your uh, uh, Irish on my dad's side Irish. and British on my mom's side. So it's a, 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 some would say a crazy blend of cultures yes. coming together. Very unusual. Do you do... Uh, Christmas crackers? Do you watch the the Queen's Christmas speech? No, my family hates the Queen. But we do Christmas crackers. Okay, keep going. Those are fun. You grab one end, someone else grabs another end, you pull, and then you get a hat on it, but my head's kind of big, so it would often break the paper hat. Do you think the IRA ever sent Crown. the Queen a Christmas cracker, if you know what I mean? Oh, I'm sure they would have liked to. <laughs> I uh, can't wear Christmas... <laughs> I can't wear Christmas crowns because my brain I'm too smart. I have a big brain and my head is so big. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is that what you're saying? No, I'm I, I'm I'm it's not brain related. I just have a big head. So Genetics. then if it's not a big brain, what's filling up all that space? I don't know. Fluid? Well, Irish people Christmas tend to have fluid? a lot of fluid in their head, right? That's what Irish people are known for. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Guinness. <laughs> is that a cliche? <laughs> do you have cel- a celebrate or sorry we're not done Christmas no, crackers I mean yeah pulled puddings. crackers um, maybe a Christmas soda ki- bread oh I love soda bread okay. yeah mm. nothing nothing too wild do you listen to Irish uh, <laughs> uh, Christmas music like absolutely the Chieftains or the Pogues Fairy Tale of New York yeah or Michael Flatley's Lord of the Dance soundtrack imagine Michael Flatley and his dance troupe Hate going to the manger so and little baby Jesus has just been born, and he's like, right, going on the count of three, and they start doing uh, step dancing in front of Jesus, scaring <laughs> the living daylights out of him. Wow. I could, I wouldn't put it past Flatley. It's no. also, I could see, like, in the 90s, Michael Flatley being cast as a, three, as a Middle Eastern three wise man, you know, like, they wouldn't have had a problem with doing that. Um, no. I, I'd like to see the people in the manger do some river dance. Uh, Lord I, of the Dance style. Me too. I imagine Mary would have some moves. Is Jesus <laughs> Irish? <laughs> uh, well, we don't know. We don't we know. Don't, the, the jury is still out. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Chris? That's yeah. interesting. Because your name Locke. Locke. Mm-hmm. Is that a, a... What kind of name is that? I want to put a big key in you. <laughs> <laughs> don't. Uh, what? Um, 
Yeah, Imagine I don't you know. came out on stage holding a big key and you made an audience member push it up your butt. <laughs> <laughs> then I'd actually be famous. <laughs> oh, it's that lock and key, dude. Yeah. Hey, dude awesome dude. gimmick, dude. <laughs> Just so I've heard of key and peel, but lock and key, this yeah, is great. Key and butt. Dude, can I get a- <laughs> they don't even use my last name anymore. <laughs> yeah. Key and butt. <laughs> Oh, uh, dude! I just saw a show. Do you mind if I get a picture? I love that key bit. Yeah, <laughs> Chris hey, man, Butt Key. Uh, my my kids really like you, and they made their own key out of paper mache. <laughs> can they shove can it you, up your butt? Can you, I shove it up your butt and take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> like, sure, man. Oh, that's I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Thank you for coming. <laughs> yeah. Um. Do you want, yeah. You should do that on stage. <laughs> but do you have a Christmas tradition in your family? Do you? Uh, okay. So, anyways, at the. When they at the end of my life, when they make a biopic about my key butt phenomenon, <laughs> they show the early stages when I'm just doing like crappy little bars in New York and yanking out keys and shit is still attached to the key. <laughs> and they're like, you, I, think, "I definitely think you got something there, kid." But you gotta when you take the key out, we gotta work on that. I can see your material being like, "So yeah, I'm the butt key guy. I'm, I love these electronic fobs." That's not too painful. Not a big fan of those big skeleton keys with all the little things yeah. hanging off. If I was mm-hmm. in a jail in England in the 1700s, you seen the size of those keys? Oh! <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I want to see a biopic over this Chris Butt Key guy. You heard a lock de-icer. Well, I, I squirted up my butt. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll happen. Uh, yeah. I'm going to get Taryn Egerton to play my <laughs> butt. And the movie ends with you playing like Dodger Stadium and <laughs> sold out seven nights in a row. And you come out and there's like uh, a gold key. Well, don't forget there's the moment where all is lost yes. and I'm not on top mm. anymore. And there's a new young guy taking even better things out of his butt. And you have yeah. to save the cat. So the end is me getting recognized like limelight. I'm getting recognized at the Oscars. <laughs> and they're like, and I'm like, oh my God. And they show old clips of me taking my key out of my butt. And I cry. And I'm like, you remember. And then you're very old. You're like, one last time you try and do the key butt thing, but you need, you need help. Yeah. From like uh, a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> One last no, in the and the nurse is like, okay, here we go. And then I turn to her last minute. And I go, no, you stay here. She's like, you're gonna do it by yourself. <laughs> One last time, <laughs> and I do it. And then you see all these. Like you see Ellen DeGeneres in the audience. You see Rosie O'Donnell. You see Brad Pitt. You see all these people <laughs> clapping in the audience. <laughs> A tear streams down your face, and also a you tear shit down the my- stage. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's crying and barfing. It's like stand by me. <laughs> oh man! Well, anyways, who said we couldn't write a movie if we put our heads together? Eh? So it's Christmas season. Mm-hmm. Do you have any Trisha? Do you have any traditions in your family? Yeah. What, what is you your want background? to hear the wacky traditions at my house? <laughs> <laughs> so what we do is we put up a Christmas tree, and then on Christmas morning, we open presents around it. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that fucked up? <laughs> you know, uh, Christmas trees is a druid thing, so I'm just putting that out there. Is it a druid thing? Yeah, it's a pagan thing. So all you Christians listening, put that in your pipe and maybe, I don't know, uh, smoke it? <laughs> yeah. Santa Claus was a druid originally. He's yeah. got the beard for it. 
And the recipe and the for cloak. candy canes, it was originally made up by a druid. <laughs> there was a guy in my high school who wanted to be a druid. He must have gotten so many dates from the hottest girls in school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was a mis- he was a misfit. Put it kindly. That's cool. Was he bad news? No, he was a nice guy, but he was a bit, uh, you know, a bit weird. Is he still alive? Mm. I hope so. I don't know. I hope so. I hope so. You know that um, the original version of the script for Charlie Brown Christmas, Mm -hmm. it wasn't about the Peanuts gang. It was about druids. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Druids seem scary. I would be scared to meet a druid. Yeah, they definitely did blood sacrifices. Yeah. They killed babies on stone tables and stuff. All the guys in Midsummer look like druids to me. All the old guys. That movie's my favorite movie of the year. So good. Chris and I watched it together. Oh, yeah. I don't mind saying that on the podcast. Uh, Mike, you gotta see it. It's so good. You gotta see it on the big screen. I didn't see Midsummer, but I saw Raging Bull and Taxi Driver recently. Does that add up to one Midsummer? That's pretty cool. And oh, Travis Bickle is a druid in the movie. <laughs> what is a druid? How is a druid different from a Wiccan or a, a demon? <laughs> <laughs> Druids make potions and, you know, eat things in the wild. I don't know what Wiccans do. You know, Wiccans they, are just like, you know, herbalists. You know, I listened to a podcast about Satanism in the 70s, I think. I think it was the oh, 70s. And it became a real thing in Hollywood. But it was kind of a like not a joke, but they mm-hmm. it was sort of a trendy thing to do. It was sexy for your suburban wife to be a witch. Oh, in yeah. the seventies, in the sixties too, or a Satanist. They'd be like, "I'm putting a spell on you so that you're horny when I come home." Oh, it would work too. Well, all the biggest mm-hmm. um, celebs. I'm trying to think now of the seventies. <laughs> now that you mention that, they were Satanists. Uh, the Bee Gees were Satanists. <laughs> uh, the entire cast of Welcome oh, Back, Satan. Carter. Mm-hmm. Hail Satan! Yeah, uh, Mork and Mindy were both Satanists. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the all the things that Tarantino likes to gift you for Christmas. Abba, <laughs> yeah, Satanists. Um, money, money, money. It's not funny in Satan's world. <laughs> What's another one? Give us another uh, one. A dancing Queen. Yeah. Satan Queen. <laughs> Thank you. The, the cast of Taxi. <laughs> this can be good, uh, a new bit for your stand-up, too. I know. I'm going to mostly sing from now on, to be honest. <laughs> uh, remember the show Taxi? Judd Hirsch, Danny DeVito, Tony uh, Danza. The whole cast were, and Andy Kaufman, they're all Satanists. They should have called that TV show Taxine. Because it was taxing for me to watch. Every single person on that show was ugly. It looked like instead of shooting it on film, they shot it on old toilet paper. (laughs) (laughs) And Andy Kaufman would show up every now and then and be like, Hey, does I wipe my bum with this toilet paper? Are we running out of steam, boys? No, let's talk about Christmas. Oh, yeah. One more more little... One more swing at the Christmas tree. If you could choose... If you were being executed on Christmas Day... And mm-hmm. you could choose the last Christmas meal mm-hmm. or movie mm-hmm. that you got to watch before they blew your, your brains out. Christmas movie? Favorite Christmas movie? Mm. Movie and meal. Oh, well. Uh, I mean, whew, Home Alone. Christmas Vacation. Mm-hmm. Love those. A Christmas story. Oh, that's good. That dad's funny. <clears throat> yep. He gets that lamp that's a leg. It's mm-hmm. a sexual lamp. Yeah. If you could redesign the body. No, I'm saying what that's you what do? you think. Uh, what would I do? Yeah, butt sort of prominent right in the middle, <laughs> facing you. To check it out. Um, also, I love faces, so a big giant head. What about a butt face like Panda Baba? Mm, 
I want a big giant head so you can really see someone's face, and then a big butt right below it facing you, and then a couple of feet and a couple of hands, and that's all I need. What about the genitals? Nice. Would they be facing uh, the same way as the butt and the face, or would it be on the other side? I guess a guy would have a giant head and a big... Hmm. Well... I guess his, if his butt's where his stomach is, his penis would be where his back is. So I guess that would also be the lady's part would be on her back, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a weird world that I'm creating. But... It's like an H.R. Geiger painting. <laughs> yeah, with the stairs. <laughs> but nicer. Yeah. yeah. Well, how That's would you nice redesign Christmas the wish. human uh, body Every... for, for Christmas? <laughs> For Christmas, this is how I would read, <laughs> organize every single human being's body. Every single human being on planet Earth is a, gi- a giant, hard, stiff cock with little feet, and that's it. Oh. Hmm. Reminds me of a McDonaldland character, sort of. Hmm? It could almost be like a McDonaldland character. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. So it's Christmas time. Christmas time. Winding Should we down. end with a Christmas um, sing along? Yeah. yeah. Sure, mm. or or a Christmas little story or oh. something. Um, does anyone does anyone have a Christmas story? I could put some nice Christmas music over it if someone wants. Sure, to- um, I guess we could do a little night before Christmas kind of thing. Okay, <laughs> so if you play a little music, mm-hmm. it was the night before Christmas in Toronto, twenty nineteen. My ears just perked up when you said Toronto. Three lads, Michael, Chris, and James, were in an apartment. All snuggled together, waiting for Christmas morning. They snuggled up in a big bed, and then we're all Um. just wiggling around. And then we hear a noise on the window. (gasps) My gosh, could that be Santa, Chris said? James said, I don't care, I want to keep wiggling with you two. And then we all wiggle in the bed all night. And uh, and then it was Santa, it turned out, and then it's Christmas morning. And we op- and we just hang out. Oh, that was a great story. I just like yeah. We're, I just like the idea. We're not doing anything too much. We're just wiggling around in a bed, wiggling over each other like worms. I think that's a wonderful place to end this special Christmas <laughs> episode. <laughs> and it's nice. I hope people get a little Christmas kick out of this. It's fun. It was so Christmas themed, mm-hmm. and it really felt Christmassy. I think this episode. <laughs> so I'm glad people get to listen to it on maybe Christmas Eve and think, oh, nice. We'd like to thank everyone for listening to us this uh, holiday season. Thank you very much. Send us pictures of your Christmas marshmallow dessert. (laughs) Uh, Chris, thanks for joining us. Follow Chris on Twitter. At Chris Lock World. That's my new one. Because you got banned. I got... What? Well, Well, sorry. Something happened. Edit that out. Something Something happened happened. and your account got screwed. It got screwed. That's right. Whatever happened, it wasn't warranted. Follow Chris. Follow James. Follow me. But most importantly, it's Christmas. Follow the teachings of Lord... Jesus Christ. And don't follow me home. (laughs) Thank you.